Okay, again, welcome to this talk uh, where we'll uh, see how we can monitor our vCenter appliances through the vCenter REST APIs. My name is Rudy Martensen and I'm working automation and integration. Uh, I've also done a lot around performance monitoring over the last years. I am a vExpert since a few years. Uh, I'm also part of the leadership in vMug uh, in Norway. So uh, a short agenda for this session. Uh, this will actually be a kind of a sequel to a similar talk I did here last year, where I showed how I built a um, performance monitoring solution based on open source tools like Influx and Grafana. Um, so now we'll add the, the vCenter to, to that solution. And we'll use the vCenter APIs. So we'll have a quick introduction to those. Uh, and we'll also see how we can start to explore them. So uh, just to uh, have a short recap of what I did last year. Um, my solution, I had uh, some PowerShell scripts uh, pulling data from vCenter and storing them in a time series database, InfluxDB, and then visualizing them in uh, Grafana. So both Influx and Grafana is open source tools, um, which are very easy to get started with, configuring, set up. Um, and I did a whole a lot of blog posts around that, so the QR code links to that. I also showed how we could add in, uh, for instance, a storage array into that solution, so we got kind of a single pane of glass, a single UI for, for monitoring our whole uh, infrastructure. Um, so a quick demo of, of that solution. Um, unfortunately, it's a video, so uh, because I couldn't use my own computer, but uh, I think it will be fine. So this is just a simple dashboard um, with showing CPU memory over uh, a small lab environment. So we have uh, some VMs uh, and we can see some details about them uh, and also the hosts uh, at the end here. So a nice UI uh, with uh, lots of information. We can also drill down into a specific VM uh, also using the, the um, filtering capabilities in, in Grafana for singling out a specific cluster or a host or, or what have you. And we see the panels uh, update accordingly. In Grafana, you can also uh, easily zoom in on a specific time range to pinpoint uh, your issue. Uh, and we can also now drill into uh, the host for this VM. Um, and we see the time range is, is kept uh, also, so we, we so it's very easy and, 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 and a great help in uh, spotting uh, issues. So, um, but now we will uh, add in uh, the vCenter to this mix uh, and we'll use this um, management interface, the VAMI, as kind of the uh, a guidance on what data we want to pull and, and how we could visualize it. Uh, so. Of course, this, this uh, interface itself gives lots of great information, but if you have multiple vCenters, uh, it's cumbersome to log into every one of them to, to check the status, and maybe your vCenter is on a lockdown network and you can't access it from your, from your office uh, network. So we need a way to pull data and incorporate it into the same um, monitoring solution. So to do that, we'll use the vSphere APIs. Uh, and as most of you probably know, until recently, the most of them were SOAP-based. So SOAP is a protocol, like HTTP is a protocol. 
it's quite cumbersome to use, especially for a guy like me who's not a developer, just an operations guy. So, but the way forward for, for most of the industry is delivering REST APIs. So most products today ship with a REST API and, and REST is a much easier way to interact with an application. So it's built on some standards or principles, as they are called. It's not a protocol, it's not a standard. It's just built loosely on some principles. Uh, so it's much, much easier to use using standard HTTP methods. Um, and what we'll see is that most of the new stuff coming will come through the REST APIs. Um, so how can we set out and start exploring the, the APIs? Well, there are multiple resources available. We have the uh, VMware code uh, site, which is a great resource with lots of uh, documentation and examples. You have a tool called Postman, which you might know, um, where we can add in some, some collections, which they are called, so we can uh, explore our uh, APIs. And we also have uh, the API Explorer directly in uh, your vCenter appliance, which can do live queries against uh, that. And of course, PowerShell, curl, and every other command line tool has some kind of a way to interact with REST. So again, um, a short uh, video on, on that. So this is the, the VMware code site, where there's lots of uh, great information. You have the sample exchange, uh, which uh, gives uh, which you can download some, some examples uh, from people. This is the API Explorer. We see there are 79 APIs across the VMware product stack. Uh, we'll filter in on, on the, on the vSphere um, APIs. So there are six of those available, and we'll use the automation API, uh, which gives you uh, access to the appliance uh, part uh, and also the vCenter inventory. Notice that there are different versions available, uh, and there are differences between the versions, so, so be sure to, to use the documentation for your uh, specific version. So we'll drill into the appliance part. Um, we will check out the health endpoints and, and, uh, and use the, the memory endpoint uh, when that loads um, to see how, how the documentation is. Um, we see the documentation gives you gives you information about how you should uh, build your HTTP requests. Uh, at the top there, you get some, uh, some description on the, on the expected outputs and how that is uh, formatted. In here, you also have the, the related code samples with the link to the, the Postman resources I, I mentioned. So this article describes how you can download them and then import them into your Postman client, which will be the, the next part of this um, demo, so we'll head over to Postman. I've already imported the collection here, so we have the, the top one here is the, the um, appliance uh, stuff. So probably a bit difficult to see, but now we'll focus on, on the same memory endpoints. Um, so in Postman, there's also this concept of um, environments where you can add in your details for your specific environment, so the vCenter uh, address, the username, password, etc. Of course, you'll use this in a lab environment and not your production one. And we can start exploring now by logging in to our appliance. So this is a live query to a specific vCenter appliance. We get back something called a session ID token, uh, which Postman now will use in the background for the subsequent calls. And by uh, hitting this into the memory endpoint, we'll get that 
uh, the response back. So this is the API Explorer, which runs in your vCenter appliance. Um, again, uh, first off, we're logging in to, to our appliance. And we see we can we see the same uh, health endpoints uh, available. So we'll again use the memory endpoint just to, to show up. A bit of information about the expected response, and then the actual response. So this is a live query to our database. And we see we have now a session ID also, as we saw in Postman. Another thing that's great with the API Explorer, it, it gives you an um, example on how you could do this through curl, which is a Linux-based tool. So uh, the only thing I need to do is paste this one into a, a curl client. And and this, this client doesn't know anything about my vCenter uh, on beforehand, but just by this string, I, I get the same response out. So it's a very, very easy to get started with uh, doing REST uh, API calls. So this is uh, vSphere 6.7 update 2. So you have that same API Explorer now inside your vCenter UI. Uh, so it uses the same login uh, as you have for vCenter, and you can get the response as we have seen now a couple of times. So there's multiple ways of exploring the APIs, uh, uh, and it's easy to get started with them. So now um, let's see how we could uh, actually pull data from, from vCenter and, and store into Influx. Uh, so we will use the same Influx server uh, and use the same Grafana instance to, to, to visualize the data. Uh, so you're, you have only one, one place to log in, one place to, to, to check for your status. And again, we'll use the VAMI interface to us kind of uh, replicate a, a lot of the stuff inside here. So that's our uh, next demo. So this is the, the VAMI for this, um, for this appliance. Uh, we have uh, lots of information here. We have at the top the, the host name and, and um, version number, etc. We have the health status with the green check marks. Uh, there's also a, a part of, um, or, or the monitor part of, of the VAMI, where we can uh, see the CPU memory utilization, uh, the utilization across uh, the disk partitions, network metrics, uh, database utilization, etc. And finally, also the, the services, where we can um, see the health and state of each and every service. So all of this is information that's uh, interesting to pull um, into our Grafana instance. And we'll start off by pulling the, the, the version number uh, and such. So we'll log into Influx. Um, I'll list the databases. I already have a VCSA database, but I'll, I'll create a new one just to show how easy uh, it is to, to, to get up and running here. So in Influx, things are stored as uh, measurements, which we can refer to as tables in, in standard SQL. Um, so just to show that this database is empty, I have some scripts ready for, for pulling the data. Uh, and I'll specify the environmental details. Of course, you won't have your password in a script like this. But for demo purposes, uh, please forgive me. So the first part is for logging in to the API. Uh, if I check the response of that, we can we can soon see the the same kind of session ID as we have seen in the API Explorer and also Postman, uh, and this will be used in the subsequent calls. 
So in, in this first script, I, I use two endpoints, the uh, system version and the system uptime. Makes two API calls, both very, very fast. So no issues there. Um, and we'll check out the, the version uh, outputs. Uh, and we see we have some, some uh, nice information. We have the install time, we have the, the build and, and version number. So all of this will now be uh, posted to the Influx HTTP API through the point protocol uh, and the syntax there. And, and Influx is a schemaless database, so things will now be created on the fly. I, I don't need to pre-create that, that table. Uh, so I've posted data into Influx, head over there again, list again the measurements or the tables. We have now uh, the appliance info uh, measurements. I can do my favorite select star from, and I see I have my, my uh, values. So now I'll head over to Grafana. First off is to create a data source, with, which is the link between Grafana and the Influx uh, server. So specify the URL of the Influx server and also the, the database name. And now I can start creating my dashboard. So adding a query first, specifying the, the, the data source I just uh, created. So see I have my one measurement there, the appliance info, and I also have the, the values. Uh, I'll change the visualization type, as this is not uh, a graphing metric. <coughs> and I see I, I now have my first uh, actual value from, from this appliance. So Grafana also a very uh, easy to use uh, tool. Uh, it's great for, it's easy to, to restructure the dashboard as you see fit. So I'll now just quickly duplicate this panel a couple of times um, to add in the, the three or the, the two remaining uh, values. So first the build, and then finally the uptime. So the uptime is given in seconds. So uh, in Grafana, you, you can specify which kind of a unit uh, a value is to have a more human-friendly um, visualization. So this uh, adds up to a month. And now with just a few uh, clicks, in a few minutes, I've been uh, pulling data from my vCenter uh, and visualizing them in, in Grafana. So next up, I'll try to replicate uh, the health status, which is probably more interesting information to have. So a, a, a script for that as well, built in the, in the same way. Uh, first, we'll uh, authenticate. Uh, then we'll use the health metrics. So in, in this case, uh, there's uh, a lot of metrics, which will, will uh, result in a lot of API calls. I'm also using the, the last check uh, endpoint uh, for pulling the timestamp, which I'll use uh, in Grafana or in, in Influx. And I'll iterate through all of those endpoints, uh, building my, my output, which I'll post to Influx. You might have noticed uh, that the output for the health uh, information, it's maybe uh, difficult to see, but it gives this uh, nice value of green. And while we humans could understand that this is probably uh, uh, good. Uh, the computer doesn't necessarily know that green equals to good. So I've done my own little uh, mapping from the textual value into a numeric value, which I'll uh, show why uh, in a bit. So I'll run through that script, 
was kind of nine endpoints or something, but it runs very, very fast. Um, see, I now have my own, my measurements uh, created. And I see I have the, the, the health status of the memory endpoints. So let's try to visualize this in Grafana. I'll select now the, the visualization type directly. So this is uh, the single set type. Again, selecting the current or the, or the last value in, in that uh, measurement. Specify my data source as I did previously, and then select the correct measurement, so the, the memory one in this uh, example. And it defaults to the numeric value, but I could choose the text one if I wanted to. But uh, as we'll see, a, a black box saying that things are green is not kind of a cool visualization. So um, now to why I did uh, that numeric value mapping. Uh, if I now select the, the value and get that numeric uh, value, the zero, I can use the coloring feature in Grafana to add some uh, liveliness to the dashboard. So this is based on numeric values. That's why I did that mapping. I can also add in the threshold. So when the value uh, hits one, it will turn orange, and two, it will head red. Um, so I now need also to re-engineer that uh, mapping uh, to a textual output, so which will, will be displayed in the panel. You could use uh, whatever uh, string value you would uh, or you want, but I'll kept uh, I've kept uh, the API output, so green, orange, and red. And now my dashboard starts to look more interesting. So I'll duplicate out this uh, a couple of times and select a few other um, health endpoints. So first, uh, the load. Give it a correct title. And then finally, also the system health. And now my dashboard starts uh, looking more interesting. Now let's try pulling the CPU memory uh, utilization. So uh, another script uh, built in, in, on, in the same way, authenticating first. There's two metrics to pull, uh, but this will uh, be pulled from the endpoint, uh, the mon appliance monitoring endpoint, uh, and you also specify the interval. So in this case, the five-minute interval. So I'll run through uh, this script, and then head over to Grafana to, to pull out my data. I'll select a different visualization type this time to make my dashboard even cooler. So again, selecting the, the last uh, value, specifying the, the correct data source, uh, and then my CPU uh, value. So now I have the, the CPU utilization. Um, Again, I can, I can use the, the unit um, component in Grafana to specify which kind of unit it is. This is percentage, and also give the third uh, threshold. So let's uh, duplicate this one uh, and also have the memory uh, visualized.
and I don't like it to be uh, yellow, so I'll just adjust my threshold so everything is nice and green. And we see now, <coughs> in just uh, a few moments, we have been building out a dashboard, pulling data from our actual vCenter and creating a nice visualization. So it's very, uh, it's, a, it's a easy to get started with, uh, and you can uh, really uh, build out cool stuff with this. I have two uh, more scripts. This is for pulling the, the file systems and, and the usage uh, across the file systems. This is actually using the same endpoint as the previous script, the, the, the monitoring endpoint, uh, but with a different interval, because you probably don't need to pull the, the storage utilization every five minutes. Finally, I have the services. So one thing to be aware of is that there's two different types of services you can pull. It's the operating system one for the appliance, and also the vCenter services, which is controlled by the vMon uh, component. This gives also the same kind of textual output, uh, healthy, healthy with warnings, etc. So I'll, I, I've done the same uh, mapping there. And in light of time, I've pre-created a dashboard uh, showing these uh, values as well. And now we have um, a nice uh, dashboard with uh, lots of green boxes and also the storage utilization. So just to, to show how this could uh, actually give you some value, if I now um, stop one of the services, just to, to see um, some, some changes in the dashboard. So this was the vSphere client uh, or the vSphere UI. So the service has now stopped. I can verify that by um, refreshing. I get my 503. Uh, and in light of uh, polling intervals, I'll just fast forward the, the, the video. And boom, I have my uh, red box um, displaying that there is some issue, something to, to look at. So again, in just a few moments, uh, just a few uh, uh, scripts, uh, we can pull data uh, into Influx, visualizing in, in Grafana, all using open source tools. So um, that concludes the demos. Um, I have uh, done a lot of uh, blog posts around the, the whole uh, performance monitoring solution thing. That's the first one. Uh, also what uh, the QR code links to. The specific one for this appliance um, um, solution is the number two. And all of the scripts I've uh, used is available through my GitHub. So feel free to, to check those out. And with that, I think we have a couple of time for questions. So if there is anyone you can know, we have not. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got the no. So I'll stick around. So, so please come up uh, later on. So with that. Thank you.